welcome to This Magical Life, a weekly podcast hosted by two witchy friends. I'm Victoria, and I teach Teen Witch Academy. My craft is my everyday. I'm Margaret. I'm a magical bard, and I coach writers, and I'm also a tarot practitioner. We're both witches and dog people. Hi, Victoria. Happy New Year. Hi, Margaret. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. How are you today? I've missed this. Me too. I know we only took a week off and it's not, I'm not saying we can never take a break again. (laughs) But we shouldn't. But we shouldn't because I've missed this. And of course, this is all about what I want. Of course. No, I missed it too. You know, the holidays are so busy and, you know, there's a lot going on. But yeah, I think that sometimes when you give up something that you really love to do, you really feel that. Yes. So that was hard. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I know we were only gone for a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like, my anxiety was, like, just a little extra. And I yeah. think that this is one of the things that this does, again, because I said this is all about me, um, is that it really just, it, it gives me, um, it gives us the reason to make sure we get together on the regular. And just, like, talking to you just chills me out. Me so, too. There's no pressure in that, but... <laughs> Me too. Yeah. No. Like I said, the holidays are fun and we had such a fun Yule. We did. Um, That was a really fun night. It ended up, everybody, that uh, it was freezing here in New England and was raining too, right? It was like It was pouring. Crazy rain. In fact, you know, it wasn't freezing. It was just that it was really rainy and it was going to get freezing and I was afraid that the Roads were going to freeze and everything, but we could not do our fire outside. We had to do it inside, and it actually turned out okay. It did, and people said that they really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very cozy, and, uh, you know, we, we had our wassail, and that was fun, and it was just a really fun night. So Margaret had found this great meditation, or read no, this great found med- meditation. Yeah, you read the meditation. <laughs> Margaret read this great meditation. She's got this really great reading voice. Oh, thank so thank um, we all really enjoyed that. And in in keeping with our tradition of forgetting something, I forgot to play the meditation music. Yes. <laughs> and we didn't make witch balls. But yeah. it was still so lovely. Victoria yeah. made this delicious wassail. Wassail. However we, you we say it. <laughs> she made it. We still don't know how to say it. But it was delicious. It was. It was really <laughs> yummy. And uh, yeah, all uh, all of our friends or a bunch of our friends came and celebrated with us. And uh, it just felt like such a fun night, you know, everybody being together. Yeah, it was it was really, really great. And mm-hmm. to just sit and kind of clear away the year before and go into the next year. Absolutely. It was lovely. Not going to lie. Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I agree with you. It, it was it was lovely. And it's kind of like a nice kind of wind down for the end of the year. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I guess technically we're still in Yule until January 1st. I think it's 12 days or something of Yule. And I think that it either ends the 31st or the 1st. I don't know exactly. Um, But one of those. Yeah. And listeners, we are still, we are recording this in 2022, even though you won't get it till 2023 until the first of the year. That's right. It will either be that Yule is over or it will be the last day of Yule or Yule will be winding down. (laughs) It'll be winding down, and it's a new year. There you go. (laughs) That's all you need to know about that. There you go. Um, (laughs) But we have so many fun New Year's things um, to to talk about for today. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I don't know about you, Margaret, but I used to hate New Year's. I never went out for New Year's Eve. um, 
And I used to find it to be very sad. I don't know why, because you're beginning another year. Um, but I used to find it to be a very sad holiday. Maybe it was that New Year's Eve was the was a sad holiday. Um, but now, as I'm a little bit older, I think that I really love New Year's Day. Because, like, what a great time to, like, wake up and be like, there's another year and, like, I could change things this year, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have often felt the same way. And I don't know if that's because I'm very introverted. So mm -hmm. the idea of, oh, my goodness, the idea of even going to someplace like Times Square, <laughs> I think I would be carsick all the way there. Yeah. I don't think I, even if I took the train, I don't yeah. think I would make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the idea of, of partying was never really my thing. Mm -hmm. I don't need to stay up till midnight. I trust that midnight will come. Mm -hmm. And anytime I did make plans in the past for New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. it always was a blizzard. And the yeah. plans got canceled anyway. Yeah. So it was kind of like the universe was saying, you know what, Margaret? Yeah. Just stay put. Yeah. Um, you know, probably for New Year's Eve, I'll just uh, wear my PJs and do something warm and cozy at home. And But for New Year's Day, I think that it's a great day to do brunch and just, you know, get ready for the coming year. I agree. I agree. And we we have um, plans to just do a little bit of New Year's magic this we year. We do. We do. We have um, Eden and I. Eden is another friend of ours. <laughs> Eden and I had seen on, I don't know where we saw it, but we both saw it. And it was like this pine cone New Year's spell. Um, and while I don't have all the information for that, we do have a great New Year's spell that Margaret actually wrote last year. Um, that we did last year and it was, um, it was really lovely and it was like a lot of peacefulness and really enjoyed it. I'm just really glad that you wrote it down because <laughs> I devised it in like a few minutes before we were doing it because everyone was going to bring magic to do and nobody brought any magic. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'll very quickly just write up a spell with things that we have. We were at the tea shop. We were at tea and tarot with things that we have here in the shop and we'll do that. Um, and that's kind of how that spell came to be. So I don't actually have, I did not have a written copy of it, but thankfully Victoria was all over that. That is so funny because this is one of my favorite spells. Um, after we did it with our group, I also did it with the teens, uh, during Teen Witch Academy and we loved it. And then I did it with, I think I did it with Trin, like maybe, uh. Yeah, maybe a little bit towards the end of her break last year. So I really nice. like this spell. Um, and it's all about, it's just called the spell for the new year. And it's all about um, getting rid of all your negativity from the year before. And clearing the way for all your positive energy and all the wonderful intentions that you have for the coming year. Uh, yeah, that's a great thing to do at New Year's. Right. Definitely. Right. Shed and make room for the good stuff. Absolutely. So I'm going to let you know what the supplies are that are needed. You need one black candle, one white candle, oil, preferably jasmine, rosemary, or grapefruit, um, a cauldron or a fireproof container, strips of paper, a pencil, an envelope, and some sort of sealing wax and the seal. Um, because the cool thing is at the end of the spell you're not going to burn anything. Like, you're not going to burn what you wrote. You're going to write your intentions for the coming year and put them in the envelope. But let me tell you a little bit how the spell went. We used um, an oil on each of the candles to, candles to anoint them. Correct. And the black candle, that was for 
for the previous year ending, and the white candle was for the new year. Yeah, yeah. light and dark. Yep. One yep. Release. Yeah. yep. So we we anointed both of them. Um, and if we if you do this with a group, what we did with our group was everybody kind of held the candle for you know a few seconds and put their blessings on it, um, and then we passed it around the circle and lit it. Um, did we have to what, light the white candle off the black? Do you remember? I believe that we did do that. I think so too. Just to bring from the old year the things that we wanted to carry forward. Right. So do the black candle first. Then light the white candle off the black candle, of course, after you've anointed both. Yes, you don't want to try to anoint a candle while it is lit. Right. <laughs> and I just painful. thought we did, the reason why I said strips of paper is the first thing that we did was we wrote something we wanted to get rid of. Yes, that's what we the did the previous burn. year. So write on your little sheet of paper, like a, a little strip, something that you really did not like from this year that you want to get rid of. And you write that down. And when you're all done, what you want to do is you, you know, you don't have to like do a full meditation on it, but at least just think about it and the fact that you want to get rid of it and how you're, you're going to get rid of this. And then you can light that piece of paper from the black candle and put it in the cauldron to burn. And then on another piece of paper, you're going to write what you, your intentions that you want to manifest for the coming year. So for 2023. And instead of burning that, you're going to put it in the envelope and you're going to use the white candle to melt the wax, the sealing wax, because you're going to seal up that envelope and you're not going to read it or open it until December 31st, 2023. Correct. So you have to keep it for the full year and you have to remember where it is. And <laughs> what you might want to do is what I did with Margaret. I told her where mine was for when I said, Margaret, I can't find it. <laughs> I know exactly where yours is. It's on the cork board in your, in your craft that, room. That's exactly where it is. <laughs> and you're going to keep it there so that when you open it, you can remember what you wanted to work on the coming year. And then you can see if that's what you did or not. Um, you know, and you're probably going to be really surprised that you did do it. Because the funny thing is, is that I can't remember what I wrote on that piece of paper, but I know it was something really important to me. And I'm, I'm sure that it manifested its way into my life every day probably yeah um i don't i wrote i know i wrote a few things i know one of the things i wrote was that i was going to get a new car mm -hmm. because mine was starting right. to cost a lot to repair all the time that's right and i did get a new car in march so mm -hmm. i know that that's on there and when i open that up that'll i'll see that there but i think there were other things too and i can't for the life of me remember what they were but i'm sure that if i didn't manifest those specifically i've manifested some other avenue Mm -hmm. you know, off of that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important too when you open up your envelope at the end of the year, don't get upset with yourself mm -hmm. if what you manifested is actually a little bit different from what you wrote because what you wrote is probably speaking to some need or desire that you have. Mm -hmm. And if you've met that need or desire in another way, then I would still consider that a successful manifestation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what I wrote. The weird thing is, is I don't remember, not to bring everybody down too much, but I don't remember most of the holidays last year because my mom actually passed away two days before Christmas. So I remember when we did this spell, it was New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. and I remember being at the shop and being like super out of it because I just was like, this is the worst time to have somebody close to you die. And um, I remember thinking that like, uh I wish it wasn't the holidays, um, 
But you know what? Maybe in a way the holidays helped because it was all, you know, everybody had like their lights up and trees up and it was so beautiful everywhere. Maybe that did help. But um, so I, I'm really excited to see what I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. It's not, it, it is the worst time to lose somebody. Um, and it will be interesting to see. Yeah. What you wrote down. Yeah. And compare that to what you manifested. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. So we'll be opening up that in less than a week. Less than a week. <laughs> That's very exciting. Yeah, because um, we've been waiting to open them. It's almost like getting a time, you know, access to a time capsule. It is. We've been waiting almost a year now. It is. To see what we wrote a year ago and what we were hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it will be very interesting. So I am very excited about that. Um, but one of the other things that I do for New Year's is making a vision board. Yes. Are you going to do that, Margaret? Yes, I love vision boards. You I, made one last year. I think you shared it with me. Um, yes. In I Manifest, made that one right? on Canva. Yeah. And then I made another one halfway through the year. Okay. I updated it. So when you say that you made another one, did you just take your, your one that you made around New Year's and like update it or did you make a whole nother one completely? Because it was the same year, I just updated it. Okay, okay. Um, so it was kind of like, all right, I already got the car. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I don't really need to stare at a picture of that for the next, you know, however many months. Mm -hmm. So I put something else in there. Um, so yeah, I just updated it. But it being a new year, I'm going to completely redesign a new right. one. Right. Okay. That's what I'm doing too. Nice. Completely. Um, but I never thought about updating um, the board as the year goes on because you're right. Once you get something or done something that you wanted to do, why not keep, use that space to make space for a new thing? Yeah. And the other thing that I kept thinking of is, okay, I got this new car. And if I keep new car on there, am I manifesting like a car accident? Like what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I think I want to take that off of there because so I don't want to get another new car right now. I'm happy no. with the one I've got. Absolutely. That's such a great way to think about it, you know? Um, yeah. And again, you could use that energy for something else that you want to. Yeah. You either want to get or do with yourself or, you know, that's a great idea. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing mine on Procreate. Or I am doing mine on Procreate because I want to be able to print it out and put it in my planner. Love it. Um, because my planner is, I don't know how big it is, but like it's not a full page or anything. But um, there's no way I could clip things out and glue them together and make like a collage small enough that it would look good. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Um, Procreate is excellent. I'm having a lot of fun with that app. Um if, if you have an iPad with an Apple Pencil, you can do a lot on Procreate. I'm designing my Oracle cards on there. and Great idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it for a vision board because you can use so many different types of um, ink and paint and mm -hmm. drawing, and you can really make it very interesting to look at. Um, and... Now, with Apple's ability, I don't know if you've tried this out yet, but if you have a picture, you can hold your finger down on the picture and it removes the background. And you can copy that piece of the picture that you pulled what? out of the foreground Wait and a paste second. it somewhere else. In, like, Apple Photos? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. No, I... You know what? I'm really bad. I'm that person that when you look at my phone or my iPad, I always have, like... 50,000 updates that need to be done and I never do them until finally a program's like, listen, we are not going to let you access anything until you update this. 
Um, I don't know why I do that. It's kind of crazy that I do, but that's that's fine. I I have enough OCD that if I I see that something needs to be updated, the only thing I'll let go is like on weekends and vacation. I don't look at my work folder at all on my phone. I just let those Good. notifications build up. Good. It gives me a little bit of agita, but not as much as if I were to actually work on vacation. Right. Um, right. Not that I don't love my job, but <laughs> when I'm on vacation, have, I'm on vacation. You don't have to love it 24-7. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's a time and a place. Right. Um, but yeah, I have a little bit of OCD mm-hmm. with the other things on my phone. Mm-hmm. But yes, you can pull images out of the foreground. So oh, that's great. I know. It can really give it that collage type right. feel. Oh, that's great. Okay. Keep that in mind, everybody, when you're doing your vision board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have that software or, or hardware... You can do a similar thing if you have a Canva subscription. You can remove the background off yep. of a photo and uh-huh. still get that collage type feel like you cut it out and pasted it on there. You can even get like little images of tape and like put it on top oh, like yeah. you just like taped it in. It's very yeah. cute. No, it, there's so many cool things now. There oh are. Oh my gosh. Um, what are some other things like that you put on your vision board in your in the past? Like your car, you said, like you car. want a new car, you need a new car, you, you know. Podcasting was one of them. Really? It was. Oh, that's crazy. Yep. Um, I I had tried other podcasts in the past, but I didn't enjoy them like I enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else was on there? A Witchy Cottage, which didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's fine. But you've made your space very I've witchy. I've made my space very witchy. So. I have a witch ball that hangs in the window. I've got herbs hanging in one corner. I've got my besom standing over there. I've got mm-hmm. my witch hat. It is a very witchy space. I have a little altar. Um, so it's a small space, but it's it's a space I cleanse frequently. Right. And a space that, to me, feels very spiritually safe. So it's not a witchy cottage, right. but it is a room that could be in a witchy cottage. <laughs> now, would you put witchy cottage up for this year, too? Since mm. you maybe... No. No, okay. You're, I you're, would not. You're done with that. Okay. Um I mean, listen, if someone has keys to a cottage they don't want anymore and it looks kind of witchy, feel free to give it to me. I'll take good care of it, I promise. Excellent. Um, There is a little stone house that is not far from where I live. Mm -hmm. It's between between us, actually. Okay. And I drive past it sometimes. And that house is, is a little bit strange to me on the inside. Okay. Because some of the rooms they've tried to modernize and not in keeping with the older style of the house okay. and then other rooms look older. Okay. And to me, that's very jarring. And the rooms are beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to suggest that the house isn't nice. Right. Um, but if I were to buy that house and last it sold during the pandemic mm-hmm. for over 500,000. Okay. So I'm not going to buy that house. Okay. But if I were to buy that house, I would have to change the interior. You would have to, right. It would right. have to at least all look old. Right. Um, and that's one of the things I really like about where I am right now. Okay. Is even though this house was built... In the 90s, mm-hmm. it was built to look old. Yeah. No, I I always thought it was just historic. Oh, looks very you. historic to me. Yes, it, it has that feel without all of, you know, we can use whatever materials we want. Right. <laughs> update right. It. We can paint it whatever colors we want, etc. Right. Well, um, that's good. Um, yeah, every time I think of a witchy cottage, I think of that place that I looked at in um, Old Saybrook. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where... Which was great. Everything was great about it. Except my husband couldn't stand. <laughs> he would have been concussed on some a of the rooms. constant basis. 
So, Poor guy. You know, that, that, that's a problem. Um, it, it really is. It really is. Um, is there anything that you remember, I remember from your vision board from last year that either will be going on this one or won't be? You know what? Um, when I looked at my vision board from last year, probably like maybe in May or June of, of this past year, I remember thinking it was, it was like sad. Aww. And I think it's because I was going through such a weird time. Um, and so I just, I deleted it. Oh, like okay. I just was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want this. I'm, I felt like because it was so sad, I was manifesting sadness into my life. Right. Um, and I was like, I don't need to manifest. Like it just comes on its own. You know, I don't, I don't really need to need work to for this. Yeah. So, so I kind of deleted it. Okay. Um, but it was like, it wasn't even, the one thing I remember was like cooking. Cause okay. you know, I don't really cook. Um, cause I don't enjoy it because to me it's a chore and I want to enjoy it and I want to like it. So one of the things I, <laughs> you're just going to laugh. <laughs> so I bought a new cookbook. All right. Um, I went to RJ Julia on Christmas Eve and I, I bought a new cookbook and, uh, on Mediterranean cooking. Nice. Like that blue zone, how like everybody who's like in the blue zone. Yeah. Is, olive oil you know, fish. Yeah, exactly. It's so healthy. So I bought that and, uh, I'm. The book, the recipes in the book looked easy enough that I'm going to try to start with that. Excellent. So that's going to be one of my things for this year. I really, I really just want to cook and like it. Yeah. And not think of it as such a chore and not want to yell at everybody while I'm cooking. Sure. I totally get you. <laughs> um, one of the things that I'm going to throw out there that may be helpful, and I think you already know this because I've seen your KitchenAid mixer, uh -huh. is to treat it like a potions class. Yeah. Treat it like witchcraft. Yeah. I yeah, maybe I need to open like my inner kitchen witch. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. I have my, my beautiful herb garden. You have a gorgeous kitchen garden. And I feel like I feel like I should love cooking. I really do. <laughs> like it feels like it should be there. And it's not. And then I get frustrated. Do you think some of that is the pressure of feeling like you should love it? I think so, probably. Okay. Because I come from like a long line of like good cooks. Like yeah. my mom was a good cook. My grandmother was an excellent cook. Like these, you know, very Italian cooking, very, you know, that like time consuming, everything takes so long type of cooking and then everybody eats in like three seconds and yeah. they were all really happy with that uh, and I'm like I don't know what it is I'm just annoyed yeah no I, I think that's fair um I'm someone who does not particularly enjoy cooking I enjoy baking I don't like to cook mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think one of the things I like about baking is the pressure is really off if you bake something for someone they're just happy to have it but no one's ever expecting it oh yeah that's true so if I'm going to cook dinner for somebody there's pressure. Yeah, they're expecting to eat. They're expecting a meal. Uh -huh. And it has to taste good. Yeah. Because if it doesn't taste good, it's not worth eating. Yeah, But you do make a mean mac and cheese. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that is my mother's doing and teaching me how to do that. Okay. It is the simplest meal to make. I'd okay. be happy to share the recipe with you. It's not like a family secret or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of our recipes are not family secrets. Right. They're just, you know, so my mother used to teach cooking. So she just, she knows a lot about it. So anything that I've learned from her is just because I've watched her my entire life and listened to her my entire life. I still don't love cooking. Mm -hmm. I am still that person. I would rather go to the grocery store and pick up like a partially made meal than just like, look, I heated it up. I yeah. cooked. Yeah. That's, that's how I provide meals for people. Yeah. But when I bake, it's a totally different thing. I will spend days on a cake. Mm -hmm. 
And it doesn't have to, it doesn't look pristine. It's not that, it's not patisserie baking. I'm not that fussy with how it looks, but it has to have good elements. They have to come together nicely. It has to taste good. Okay. Um, and the okay. textures have to be good together. Okay. So, you know, um, sometimes I'll experiment and sometimes I'm like, I'll change, I would change this next time. But there's very little pressure when I bake because it's okay. kind of, people are just glad to have it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I, I do put a lot of pressure on myself when I cook and bake. But I am really going to try to, you know, um, explore my kitschy witchiness <laughs> and just, you know, kind of go down that path and try it out. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Especially if you were able to, now this would be hard in the winter, but in the summertime, take some of your herbs and work them into your mm -hmm. cooking. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it will, it will be another avenue to find joy with it. Mm-hmm. And you know it's so funny because I do that with my with my herbs. I always collect my sage and rosemary and make tons of bundles, you know, so that I can burn them and cleanse spaces. And I love doing it. Yeah, I really look forward to it. I love that that the way my hands smell afterwards. So I just really have to find my niche, I guess. Um, so maybe this Mediterranean blue zone <laughs> cooking is what it is. I'm not sure. Um, a few years ago, I had decided because I was plant based, I was going to cook. And cooking plant-based is just really hard yeah. because some of the ingredients are just things I never heard of and it that would frustrate me because I couldn't find them. Right. So, you know, I think, I think I'm going to, I'm really going to try with this. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be great. Now I've tasted some of your baking before. You're an excellent baker. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, and I'm not the only one in this house that thought that. My family <laughs> all unanimously agreed. Oh, they're so sweet. I love them. Um, thank you. I love them too, and they love you also. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that might help is not telling anyone when you're going to cook and then just surprise them with the meal. Yeah, that might be it too. Because then we, no, there's no external or projection of external expectation. Yeah. I also, you know, I also want to learn how to, um, and this is on my vision board too besides nice. cooking, is learning how to make soup. Okay. Oh my gosh, I, I bet I can get my mom sounds, to teach you how to make soup. I know that sounds so silly because like, I know soup is basically like, you're putting a lot of stuff into a pot, you're, you know, you're making a broth, whatever kind of broth you want to make, so there's like that step, and then you're really not making the soup till you add in all your ingredients, you right. know, um, but I, I don't know if I don't have the patience, but I want to make soup, so, um, um, I, my, my only tip for soup making mm -hmm. is stay away from the, um, Av cold avocado soup that in the New York Times, it is not, it doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> it, it just looks like green sludge and has no flavor. Um, I made it one time because it, I was on a kick of trying to convince myself to like avocados. Okay. Okay. Which I like the flavor. I have textural issues right, with that particular right, right. plant. Um, but the soup, I, I followed all the instructions. It was like a potato leek avocado soup okay it wasn't it was supposed to be served cold okay <laughs> with like a dollop of 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 cream on okay. it okay yeah no that's it looked interesting okay. i thought hey you know um maybe by using an avocado in soup i mm -hmm. won't hate it okay because it's such a superfood i yeah. really wanted to like it yeah and i made it and i served it to my mother and i 
And we both looked at each other and said, this tastes like nothing. Yeah. It literally had no flavor. Yeah, okay. And I put things in it that would give soup flavor, so I don't know what's wrong with that particular soup, but I would steer clear of that one. Okay, I won't make that one. Yeah. Um, But I will tell you that one of my friends once made me an avocado key lime pie, and it was excellent. Okay. It was so yummy. I don't even like key lime pie. <laughs> I like you like that. Okay, so, interesting. Um, just so, just to throw that in there. Yeah, but maybe yeah. I'll give maybe I'll give that a shot. Although my my food that I want to start to not hate this year is white fish, and I know that sounds so juvenile. Okay, like you can get fish sticks, and like that's white fish. Okay, but I'm so I, I don't like fish, but I want to like fish. Okay, so I, I and I mean I'll try it. Right. Did you eat fish sticks when you were little? Oh yeah. Because I used to love fish sticks. Like, I never even yeah. thought about them until you just said them. And I was like, I love those. Yeah, I loved them. My mom would make us fish every Friday. It was either that or some kind of tuna something or other. Mm-hmm. Tuna, cas- tuna noodle casserole was like a staple. Okay. Especially during, we, I was raised Catholic, during Lent. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because then it's not meat. So it's, okay. it's an easy thing to serve and kids like it. So, um, you know. And I'll I'll eat a tuna fish sandwich now and then. Okay. I had a tuna melt the other day. It was okay. delicious. And I know that tuna is not even really a white fish. Right. But like, and I can eat, you know, fish and chips. Okay. <laughs> it's like deep, like fried. Well, yeah. I mean, fish battered. and chips are delicious. <laughs> yeah. You know. So you don't even really know you're eating fish. No. And most time you're just picking the fried part. Awful. Yeah, eating that. that. And then you end up with like this just like white (laughs) mass on top of the chips. I don't know what this is. (laughs) So I want to try and expand my my taste that way. Okay. Good Um, idea. So I will try to eat white fish if you try to cook. Yeah, I'm gonna make a deal with you. Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna try to cook and I'm gonna try to cook some soup. So that's definitely going on my vision board um for this year. Nice. Are you gonna make it in your like witchy? cauldron yes i mean that cauldron is great um and i love it so you know i will yes although it's so heavy to be picking up it is i don't know how many quarts it is like six quarts maybe it's pretty big it's so heavy oh my goodness maybe there's a slightly smaller one for like everyday use maybe there is usually just you and your husband (laughs) you don't need six quarts of soup We don't, but maybe that would be a good pot to use for like the making the broth. Yes, and then you could you use know? that for several soups. You know, so yeah, I may. I'm probably gonna have to ask your mom some some be some happy. soup tips. She'd be happy to share with you. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know what else I want to put on my um, vision board this year, except that I want to do more witchy things. Which I know when I say that to my family, they just kind of chuckle like. How can you do more? But I want to do even more. Okay. So, and you know, I'm really, um, I'm really starting to get into tea leaf reading. Ooh. So I'd really like to finish that. Um, Lovely. And yeah, because I think that that would be so super cool. That would be really cool. That, I, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I want to be more witchy and cook. <laughs> Can I share with you my word of the year for 2020? I, I wish that you would. I mean, it's not going to be a surprise because we <laughs> talked about it beforehand. But for our listeners, this will be the first time. My word for 2023 is magical. Love it. I just want everything to have I love it. a dash of magic in it. I love that. I mean, how wonderful is that if, you know, if, if you can make things magical, you know? I mean, that's... 
That's like something to look forward to all the time. Yeah, that's you know? how I feel about it. Because I really do feel like even like the mundane can be so magical. We can really try to make everything magical. Exactly. You know, how many things do you do mundane that like, like I don't know, mop the floor. Cook. Cook, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. I think that that's a great word. Thank you. Um, how about you? What's so your word? My word is release. I love it. And, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, my, my year kind of started off a little rocky this year, and it, it just never got to, like, its full potential, I feel like. so. And there's, there's some baggage that I picked up along the way that I just need to release, and some baggage from when I was younger that I need to release, so I'm going to release that. And I like it. start moving on by, again, doing more magical things. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, just, you know, because life is too short. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, when you know I, any, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just said, when I told my family that my word was released, they were like, should we be scared? Does that mean something? I'm like, no, I love all of you. <laughs> that doesn't apply to anyone present. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't apply to our podcast. Exactly. Victoria and I are in it to win it. In fact. In it to win it. In it to win it. Victoria gave me a Christmas present slash Christmas present today that was a t-shirt and mug with our podcast logo on it. And it's so special. Yeah, I'm maybe maybe what we'll do is we'll start wearing our t-shirts when we do our podcast. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I don't it. know why we would need to. Nobody can see us. <laughs> we can see us. Exactly, we can see us. <laughs> and we'll be like, oh, it's work time. <laughs> we oh, have our uniforms on. Do we call this work really? No. <laughs> but it is magical. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It sure is. So yeah, if when you get a chance, if you can um, make a vision board... Um, even if you want to just sketch one out and then think of what your word of the year is and you don't have to have it like right today, January 1st. It can, you know, you can have it at any time during January. Yeah. Don't be so strict with yourself. Yeah. Listen up a little. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Capricorn telling you that. So you know it must be true. Also, Absolutely. um, we, we are in a time, I, I don't know if, um, on January 1st, Mercury, I believe is still in storm or it might be in retrograde. I haven't looked yet, but it's one of those two things. So, you know, be gentle with yourself if the tech isn't working that you want to use. Be gentle with yourself if you're trying to think of your word and it's just not coming. Just jot down ideas. Mm -hmm. And when Mercury goes direct, you'll probably know exactly what you need to aim for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you may not know right away. And you may need to sit with a couple words for a while. But yes. just do what you need to do. And then when the word fits you, you're going to know. I, yeah, because I was going to say my word originally was going to be create, creativity. Mm hmm but then I thought, well, everything creative is magic. True. So why not just be magical? True. I really like it. That's a good Thank word. You. I like yours too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It really, it's, it says a lot about what it means to be self-aware, to mm -hmm. be, um, you know, always trying to bring ourselves to a higher level of ourselves. Because we yeah. can't do that if we're chained down by stuff No, we cannot. And I, I have a technical question. Maybe I asked you this before. Yeah, what's up? I'd like to share my vision board with all of our listeners and you, but I don't exactly know how to do that. No so problem. Where would it, where would, like, if somebody wanted to find it, where could they find it? They could find it on our blog. On our blog. That's right. You told yes. me that before. I that's, couldn't remember what you told That's okay. Me. That's okay. We can also post it on, on Instagram. On okay. Instagram. Okay. Um, but we, we can post it on our blog with this episode or with a later episode if we don't feel ready yet. Mm -hmm. um, so there's no pressure. Um, 
And when we do post it, we'll put a link in the show notes specifically uh, to that. Excellent. Once it's up. Excellent. Because maybe somebody needs like an idea. Like maybe you've never done a vision board before and you need, yeah. you need some ideas. So, you know. But remember, even your vision board, it should not stress you out or, or be difficult. Oh, goodness, no. It should be a joyful activity. Absolutely. Something that you can look forward to in the future. Absolutely. Um, of, of manifesting in your life. And then after you complete your vision board, you're going to want to put it somewhere you're going to see it a lot. So, Victoria, you mentioned putting it in your planner. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I tend to make mine my desktop background because I'm on my computer so much. Oh, yeah. So then it's like idea. subliminally okay. hitting my brain constantly. What a great idea. Yeah. I know some people put them up in yeah. their office or in their their altar space. Yeah. And that's good, too. It is anywhere you want to put it. I would, except, you know, the inside of your windshield on your car. You yeah. No, that, that might not be good. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do anything unsafe with your vision board. But Absolutely. By all means, get creative in how you make it and where you put it and how you interact with it. And I wanted to say, Victoria, you said you deleted yours about partway through last year. I did. I think that's an amazing manifestation activity in and of itself because it's like, this is sad. Right. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm getting rid of the yep. sadness. Yep. And, you know, I know that there have been frustrations after that. Mm-hmm. Have, have, did you feel like that helped to get rid of some of the sadness? I feel like it did. I feel like, you? yeah. I mean, I, I was doing so much shadow work this past year, too. Shit. So I feel like it really did help Excellent. me get rid of just like that burden. Yeah. 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 I like that. I just, you know, and like I said, it was a sad vision board. <laughs> well, so, and and what this comes down to is if you make your vision board and you later feel like it's sad or it no longer fits you, mm-hmm. you don't have to stick with it. No, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, I could have just made another one, but I yeah. just wasn't, I hadn't, I was not in the mood at that, at that point in my life. That's fine. Yeah. And that's another piece too. Don't force yourself. If it's not coming to you and it's not fun. Step away for a bit. Mm-hmm. We're not going to come to your house and like knock on your door and be like, produce your vision board immediately <laughs> or suffer some unforeseen consequence. No, we won't be doing that. We won't. Would be fun to go visit people and see their vision board, but that's all I'm saying. It would. We could ask some of the people who've been guests on our podcast to share, to theirs. share theirs. Yeah. Maybe that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, uh, if you've been a guest and you're listening to this, just be prepared. We might invite you to share your vision board. If we don't, don't get offended. It just means we forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we might ask. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about in this episode before we get to our last segment? No, I think I think we covered it. Awesome. I think so, too. This is a great episode. I'm so glad we're back. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> It was only one week, but I'm really glad we're back. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to put keep podcasting on my vision board for 2023. Me too. Awesome. Yeah. And I might I might even put the little magical bar. Or sorry, excuse me. This magical life. <laughs> I use the word magical in so many places, which is fun, but That's I sometimes good. get my tongue twisted That's around all that, good. Um, on that vision board as well. It's all good. <laughs> um, so, Victoria, do you want to do this week's You Might Be a Witch If? Sure. Sure. I I was thinking about this, like you might be a witch if, and I was thinking about something I talk about with the twitches all the time, and that's that you might be a witch if you approach things a little differently. When something is really bothering you, 
instead of trying to change some person that doesn't really matter to you or shouldn't really matter to you or something out there, maybe it's not so bad to just change the way you view it. Change the way that you see something. It doesn't mean you have to change yourself. Just change it so it doesn't bother you anymore. And I think that that's a really big witchy trait because I know a lot of us do that. We don't want to be bothered by something, so we're going to change the way that we view it. Doesn't mean we like it. It just means it doesn't bother us anymore. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. What a great lesson to impart to younger witches, too. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I think that they appreciate it. Yeah, I you would know, imagine so. We talk about it all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Oh, I love to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we do this. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Welcome back. Welcome to season two. Welcome season to 2023. Two. 2023. Yeah. Everybody have a totally magical year. Yes. And a magical day. That too. (laughs) And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good start to your year. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. If you loved this, please leave us a review. We can't wait to talk to you again next week.